What's up, people? So I am back with another episode of the Uncomfortably Reborn African. Um, this week has been awesome. As you guys know, I'm doing 100 Days of ET. And the pre- you know the premise of it is you're focused on your brain, your body, your brand, and your bag. And this week, again, I've been making connections. I've been working in all those areas with intent and being consistent, getting on accountability calls, checking in with my accountability partner, and just making some awesome connections. One of the great things I've really, really been focused on is building my brand. Um, Again, my purpose is to spread the message about healthy communication. And, you know, right now the motto is we speak, they, they speak, meaning like if we create a culture where we speak up, we voice our opinions, of course, in a respectful way, in a meaningful way, then the future generation is going to speak as well. So that's why it's we speak, they speak. We have to start implementing changes and have conversations where our children and people that come up after us feel okay to actually voice their opinion or feel okay to actually say, oh, yes, this happened to me. And they get the support the support they need um fueling for people to have open conversations if somebody is a black person if someone's a white person y'all coming together and actually getting to know each other just fueling healthy communication and just having a voice so i've been really pouring into that posting videos doing stuff outside of the norm posting stuff on my social media and actually like recording videos and posting them and it's like it's different But I'm stretching myself because I know I have a goal. I have a vision in mind. I mean, the great thing is like when you get around like-minded people and people who truly want to do those things, you do it. Like your creativity, like I've always been a creative person and I feel like I can just be creative. My creativity can be on 10 because I'm around like-minded people. Whereas some people might not really see your vision. They might not really understand what you're trying to do. So the great thing about being a part of Breathe University and doing this 100-day ET challenge is you're around truly entrepreneurs, social brands, people who are trying to do multiple multiple things and they're out here like truly grinding. So I love it. It's been an amazing blessing. So, but tonight's episode, I'm going to have a, gr- a special guest on there. We're going to talk about her blog. We're going to talk about some, some great things. We're talking about keto. Um, as we all know, people are going out and voting. So we're going to like, that's the hot topic of the day. And we're just going to, you know, catch up and just like, just bring you some knowledge and some, you know, some information from our standpoint. Um, as always, we're not, you know, nutrition special specialists or doctors. So if we're talking about anything um, related to the keto diet or anything like that, we're just doing it based off of like, it's just an opinion piece. Um, and just from, you know, our own personal experiences. But again, it's not nothing like a scientist, a doctor or anything like that. So um, I'm really, really excited to bring her on. So stay tuned. And I am excited to chat with y'all this week. So how's the PCSO before we get started, actually? So guys, this is Kayla. She is a fit writer. Me and her actually connected at my last base. Um, uh, they were she's, she's married, and her and her husband were assigned at, um, what was the base called, Laughlin? Yeah. <laughs> While she was there for pilot training. Um, so she was just being an amazing, supportive wife and just there with him to support him, as well as managing her business. She's a certified personal trainer. She's also a public, she works in public affairs in the Air Force. And she's also, what is it called? A fur mom? <laughs> yes. You have a dog yeah, and a cat. That's why I refer to myself as a fur mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we actually connected. Um, we have a commonality because we both uh, also um, do the Herbalife business. And we actually started doing fit camps, which was awesome. We were really, you know, supporting men and women out at Lawson with their health goals and you know, we just connected from that. So 
Um, she recently, I recently moved to San Antonio and she moved back home in Arizona, right? Yeah. I always want to say New Mexico for some reason, but how yeah. are things? How was the PCS? Like, how are you guys doing? Uh, we're good. We're settling in. We finally have things up on the walls in the new house. <laughs> <laughs> but how does it feel being home? Like being, because I know oh you're my around God. friends, it is family. Great. I don't even like, I don't see my friends a whole lot because we're all, you know, working, going to school, things like that. And so it's hard to like get time with my friends, but I've set up my own little routine. I go to the gym every day. Awesome. I'm still in school. I'm about four classes away from graduating so oh yay! yeah that's what, so, so you're about to start because I saw you post that you're about to start what is it a communications course or was no, it no I'm I'm in a journalism course now okay oh journalism yeah. that's what it was okay yeah Sorry. so it's a lot of fun it's obviously right up my alley being in public affairs and a photojournalist okay. right so. so how do you plan on implementing it in um let's say how do you plan on implementing it in your civilian side as well as how do you plan on implementing it um, on your um, military side, if well, any? As of right now, I mean, I'm in the first like three days of the course. So oh, okay. I'm, <laughs> it's early. not, I mean, I've, I've, over, I've like looked over what I'm going to learn over the next eight weeks and such. And um, the biggest thing that I've actually like, I mean, I've already known this, but I, it's really, I've gotten to do more research on it, especially mm-hmm. this week, we're learning about ethics and guidelines and things oh, wow. like that in journalism. And it's just, you're responsible for whatever you put out there. Mm. And, if, you know, if it, if it causes any harm or anything like that, like you could be liable for that. So I'm definitely thinking, I always think about that before I post something on my blog, right. but obviously like this, even going further into depth about it has me thinking even more about it so that'll help out with my blog and so on my civilian side with my business because my blog is part of that and then on the military side um I'm sorry if you hear my cat jingling oh no 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 it's fine okay (laughs) (laughs) um and then on the military side um it's just kind of the same deal yeah. but because the military not... I mean they have their own like training and yeah how they, want things they have their own standards and stuff like that so <laughs> so what aspect on the public affairs side like so because I because I know I met a public affairs guy in NCO Academy and he was saying like he does like the photo journalist part but there's mm-hmm. also like pieces of it where you actually can be in front of the screen and yeah there's um there's the broadcaster um I, th- I think that's what they're like called. Is oh, cool. But actually, the Air Force is about to start combining the photojournalism and the broadcaster career field. Oh, okay. That's good, right? Yeah, I guess. I'm not <laughs> super... I mean, there's a reason why I like to be behind the camera, behind <laughs> the computer screen yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Um, so... I guess I'm looking forward to trying something new and maybe going out. Well, you do so good on your Instagram stories because like, I know you'll <laughs> post. No, because seriously, like I've been watching, like, you know, just from doing like research, I've been watching like a lot of uh, like stuff. And of course, you know, staying in whatever lane makes you comfortable, but it's kind of like, you know, posting videos and posting content and content, I yeah. guess, can be in multiple areas. But I mean, you never thought about just posting a video because you on your Instagram stories, you go in. 
and people are watching it. And yeah, it's not on the I forefront mean, or Facebook or on Instagram. I mean, on the normal Instagram post, but it's there. People can watch her. That's very, it's very true. It's definitely, it's different, obviously. Like, Instagram is a little um, less formal than what, like, the broadcaster would do. Right. Oh, that's true. That's but, true. I mean, I've seen them in action, and it doesn't really look like I'm going to be doing a whole lot of getting in front of the camera. It looks like a lot of it is, like, setting up the camera and filming leadership like giving you know the the base commander a script or something mm. to say and okay. having him say it to the camera that's what it looks like it's mostly going to be but of course these jobs always vary depending on base and mission and oh things like yeah that, that makes too. sense that makes sense <laughs> so so in your i forgot the also the base that you're um you're assigned at is it's in arizona right yeah, it's okay. the Tucson Air National Guard. Okay, base. what's the and what's their mission over there? Is it are they pilot it, or pilot base? Yeah, they are an AETC training. Base. Oh, okay, so um, they are a training base. Okay. Yeah, they train F sixteen pilots. They train some USA pilots, but they train all of the F sixteen international pilots that oh, come wow. through. <laughs> yeah, so out at like Laughlin when we had um people like we had people from japan and saudi Mm -hmm. arabia and Mm -hmm. iraq and stuff um they all once when they finish with their undergraduate pilot training they will all come to tucson and learn how to fly the f-16 oh wow that's cool and that's what hubby's doing now yeah he's he's one of the american students so he's not back working he's back as a student (laughs) in training (laughs) back to that life but at least you guys are home i mean that's exactly yeah he wasn't very happy about um being sent home because we were supposed to go to holloman and at first he was like i don't want to you know be taught by people that i'm eventually going to be working with like Uh -uh. i feel like like he's like I'm not worried that that's going to create a conflict of interest but I'm worried about how that might look to other people hmm. and I was like yeah, I see your point but like I was yeah isn't Holloman kind of like in the middle of nowhere yeah it's like being Holloman, in again. <laughs> yeah Holloman is like it's Almengordo New Mexico oh, and boy. I was doing all sorts of research on that area before we found out that we were going to Tucson and it looks like a pretty big base. Like they have a couple of missions, not just the training mission. So it's not quite as small, I guess, as Laughlin. Mm-hmm. But Almengordo was still a pretty small town. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure of it. And it's like, I just, yeah. again, I mean, Laughlin is awesome, but it's like, I'm sure some people are like, I don't want to like deal with the whole small town lifestyle again. So, yeah, I, I mean, I grew up in a small town. Like, I just posted about this on my blog about like basically, I really did not like Del Rio very much. And I wasn't worried about it going into Del Rio because I was like, oh, I grew up in a small town. I'll be fine. I know all about that small town life. Like, it's fine. And then I ended up totally hating it. (laughs) So, I mean, some small towns are really great, but some small towns are really bad. And I mentioned that, like, at the end of the post, I was like, look, military life, like, you're going to end up at some bases that you just don't like. And just, you know, keep in mind that it's temporary, and one day it'll be a good story. (laughs) That's true. And guys, check out her blog. She's at thefitwriter.blog. She has an awesome blog, and she just talks about all kinds of amazing things. But tonight, we're going to talk about one of her recent posts about keto. But before we get to that, um, so we know the hot topic going on right now is voting. Everybody's going out and vote. So I wanted to ask Kayla, like, who... 
like when was the moment or who was the person that because when I first voted it was kind of like oh you're black Barack Obama is black don't <laughs> vote for him and I'm like okay but I didn't really understand <laughs> I'm being serious I didn't really understand what I was doing I just was like okay I'm just doing it but like what made you like decide okay or when was the first moment where you're like okay I guess I, I, I need to go vote because was it because your friends told you or did you really like okay I'm 18 or 21 I need to start doing this yeah um honestly like I grew up with not so much my like mom but especially my dad and my stepmom were very adamant about um like women and the fact that like women had to literally fight to vote like there were some women that were like killed over the right to vote Mm -hmm. So my stepmom, I remember when, um, oh my gosh, what year was it? It was, I think the first, the first term that Obama was elected and I was a sophomore in high school. And, um, I remember I was, we were watching it all go down in our world history class, like all the election and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And, um, like we were having conversations about it at the dinner table and all that jazz and that was like really even though I couldn't vote I was like really realizing like the importance of voting Mm -hmm. and that was when like my dad and my stepmom were like well you know you should vote like you should always exercise your right to vote and if you don't vote then honestly you shouldn't really complain about the outcome Mm, of the election because you didn't do anything right you didn't do your part Exactly. So then let's see for the 2012 election, I was actually in basic training and they, my unit, because I've, I've always been a guard baby. Um, unfortunately, the unit that I, that I was with at the time didn't really provide me with any resources like regarding voting, but also that's kind of on me because I didn't think to ask either. Right. <laughs> so I didn't vote um, because I was literally like we woke up one morning and we were like okay who's the president like we had no oh, idea what wow. was going on yeah because actually when I was in basic training that's when they found Saddam Hussein it was really like interesting I mean I yeah. I joined in 2003 but I remember like it being on tv and it was like huge so yeah but yeah when you're in the midst of basic training and everything going on it's like it's yeah and like there were some people though in my in my flight that they were like very much like I need to you know send in my absentee ballot or something like that and I was like you go girl like I was like you're awesome <laughs> yeah and stuff. so I was, you're like, like I'm still was... trying to catch up on sleep over yeah here. <laughs> I was like I am so tired I don't know like my left or my right right now <laughs> So, I mean, I, if I wasn't in basic training, then yes, I would have definitely like walked into a voting, you know, station and like voted. Um, I did vote in the 2016 election because like I knew that it was an important election and that um, obviously like I, I don't usually complain about politics anyways, Mm -hmm. but like I'm very, I guess, open-minded, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, but I was like, I'm going to vote. There was a couple of, we were living in Arizona still, and there was a couple of things actually um, up on the ballot for the state of Arizona that oh, okay. I, I wanted to vote for. The presidential election, I was kind of like, hmm, 
like, I like voted and I walked out and my husband went in with me and voted with me and I was like, I feel like part of me just died. Really? <laughs> and yeah, that was the other question. Like, how did you feel after you did? And well, I guess like, what I was, was proud because, you know, I got to exercise my right to vote for the first time and things like that. But then at the same time, I was like, I never thought that the first election that I actually voted in that for the president it would be between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump <laughs> I know like really yeah, yeah, I'm That's just so like funny. looking at the ballot like is, is this, this am joke? I dreaming can I write somebody in <laughs> That's so funny a lot of people there was a running joke between me and my friends that we were all gonna write in my cat <laughs> <laughs> oh that would have been hilarious like oh my goodness we have a winner this President Taft <laughs> that is awesome so yeah guys go out there and vote i mean like you hit some great points like you know it's it's we should exercise that right and of course you hear these debates all the time about this person or that person but did you do your part and of course one vote might not i mean who knows your vote might be the one that like changes everything but it is Mm -hmm. important to exercise that right so i love that love yeah and i mean the way i see it is like there's some countries that they still don't have the right to vote Mm -hmm. it's a dictatorship or yeah exactly like we are incredibly blessed to have that right so we should definitely take advantage of it yes (laughs) yes so let's get into this this recent blog you you posted because the one you posted more recently was about your move correct that's the one you did more recently but the one before that Mm -hmm. was about the keto we all know the keto has been so popular and like I said we're not you know nutritionists we're not doctors or anything so this is more of like you know just some experience and you know like I said Kayla she has her um NASM certification um she supports people with nutrition that's tied to you know exercising and things of that sort um but, you know, the keto diet is something that everyone's seeing is so popular. And I haven't read up too much about it. But as we all know, there's always a fat diet. I know I've done the Atkins diet. What was the <laughs> other one that they had before? The oh, paleo. Yeah, paleo is a big one right now, too. Yes. Uh, there's a lot of them. There honestly. is a lot of them. And keto, but keto <laughs> is like the one that's popping. Like, yeah, talking about it. Keto yes. and the keto. There's, there's some part of it that you that you like freaking almost die it sounds like but it's like a, a keto it's That's like what a, they make it sound like the point of keto is um to send your body into a state of ketosis mm-hmm. which is essentially where your body is um you know how our body we burn like you know calories are like our main source of energy but then you break that down into the macronutrients Mm -hmm. and the first macronutrient that our body uses for energy is carbohydrates well um fats are also a source of energy but carbohydrates are like that first source of energy that your body goes for because Mm -hmm. like your body burns it off the fastest it's you know it's just it's like a quick and dirty way of getting energy which is why like like very active people thrive on like high carb intakes Mm -hmm. but so the point of the ketogenic diet is to get yourself into ketosis at first which is basically where you I'm gonna try to sound neutral on this but it's basically (laughs) where you uh, mess up your body and try and um, get it to burn fat as its main source of energy. Uh, so you're like, it's like tricking. Carbs. So it's like tricking it to say go for the fat first. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Um, and 
it the macronutrient breakdown is pretty insane i'm trying to find the exact breakdown right now yeah because i from from you from what i saw you posted you know it said yeah i posted nutrient and then you can't have dairy fruit grains Mm -hmm. yeah there's like yeah, so um, a ketogenic diet typically is about 20% protein, 75% fat, and 5% carbs. Just fat. <laughs> right. Just the idea of consuming 70% of fat just makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Think about. My I, gosh. Yeah, and like, I'm, it's like great, like eat tons of avocados I love avocado but like a lot of these people will consume like sticks of butter and stuff like that's what I've heard of I once trained somebody who um almost threw up on not yeah I was reading like almost threw up like coffee yeah yeah he almost threw up during um our personal training session and so I asked him like what did you eat for breakfast and I knew that he was on the keto diet and he was like, um, I have three fried eggs and bulletproof coffee. Well, bulletproof coffee is basically coffee with butter and like, I think coconut oil mixed in. And I was like, Huh, <laughs> that sounds nasty. <laughs> wow. No wonder so, you threw up, dude. Yeah. I was like, no wonder why you're feeling bad like, oh my gosh. Because there's, you know, healthy fats, but like also not so How- but how is this i just sticks of butter like how is this safe uh i i don't know like i mean they there's a lot of um study like there's there's not a lot of studies as far as like long-term effects of the keto diet a lot of the studies that people have like been doing is more on like the short-term effects of it. Uh-huh. Um, so, I mean, like it is relatively safe as long as you do it the correct way, but normally um, way back when the keto diet was prescribed by a doctor and it's been proven to work for people with um, epilepsy and like traumatic brain injuries. Mm. Uh, so that's good. But, but you have regular people doing it. <laughs> Yeah, but we got, like, regular people doing it who are like, yeah, I'm going to do it to lose weight. <laughs> yeah. And that uh, makes sense because it's like, I'm wondering, like, like you know, like, even if you put in your blog, you talked about, like, can you sustain this? Can you, are you truly mm-hmm. saying you're going to live a lifestyle eating butter and avocados and exactly bulletproof like, coffee and, for the rest yeah, of your life? Yeah, and having to, average- like, restrict your diet that much. Uh-huh. Like, I just, I can't, I, I used to be, well, not used to be, but for about six months to a year of my life I was vegan and I even found that restrictive and trying to like go out with my friends was not fun at all because (laughs) I'm like you know can't find anything vegan and then they're all harping on me because you just can't eat anywhere blah 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 and so I imagine that a lot of people who do keto go through the same thing (laughs) yeah they just call hey just I just want to order two sticks of butter (laughs) <laughs> right so like, i just keep just thinking of avocado and butter, and butter. In process <laughs> <laughs> they they you know like i've seen i don't know i think that they eat probably like bacon coconut oil um i'm not i thought that i had like a list of things that they actually do eat but <laughs> it's just obviously like no starchy vegetables hardly any dairy you know so it's high fat ultimately like it's high fat low yes, carb. it is ultimately a high fat low carb type diet and i mean 
it's it's beneficial for obviously like I mentioned the people with epilepsy and um like traumatic brain injuries but that was under you know a doctor's supervision right um it could potentially benefit people with metabolic diseases um but like that can also be because of like other factors like other than the diet itself mm-hmm. which is also why like so many people are like whoa it's making me lose weight and it's like yeah because fat as a macronutrient it has more calories per gram than the other two macronutrients so it's going to make you feel fuller so therefore you don't want to eat and you're already in a, in a calorie deficit so that's why you're losing weight is because you're in that deficit like mm. you know all about weight loss yeah, yeah i don't yeah. have to i don't have to teach you about that so you know it's kind of just things like that when people are like well it's making you lose weight i'm like yeah but look at the other factors like it's not the keto diet itself it's not the fact that you're in ketosis it's your calorie intake (laughs) so this wouldn't be smart for someone who's like trying to bulk up gain muscle who's super active no definitely not um and actually the article that i linked it's in my blog post it's by precision precision nutrition um and i actually got to sit in on a couple of seminars by them like they're they're pretty legit and they even stated in the article that there is no, like, this diet will not work for you if you're trying to gain any sort of lean mass. Mm. So, yeah, definitely not recommended for athletes. I'm sure that there are athletes out there that are on the keto diet, but it's not typically recommended. <laughs> so what happened to the client that got sick? Like, have you fought, like, have you trained him again? Or you have a No, okay. he, like... <laughs> I don't know. He just randomly, sometimes um, in the personal training world, you get these weird clients that, and usually once when you've worked in like personal training for a while, you can always pick them out. Like when you start training them, you're like, yeah, this isn't, this isn't going to be a a relationship that lasts. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And with him, it was kind of like that. Like he was using his mother-in-law's uh, training sessions because like she could no longer use them oh okay. and so we kind of did a favor for her and let her like you know give them give her profile essentially to somebody else so she gave it to him because he needed to lose weight and stuff and I went through I probably trained him probably for about a month straight or so and then all of a sudden like he would either no show me or cancel on me and then eventually like that's how they do it is like you know they'll go consistent and then they start kind of getting a little flaky and then they'll just stop answering you and that's how that worked out (laughs) welcome to the world of personal training well it's about to be the new year so yeah what would you say like before we even get off like what would you say like if you want to go give advice to anybody that is thinking about, of course, the whole New Year's resolution. I mean, I have the mindset, like, don't wait till the new year because it, it's just, just start now. But, like, what would you say for anybody that's in the process of, like, okay, I need to lose weight and, you know, I need to get on a diet or I need to get on the mm-hmm. plan? Like, what would you, like, what is what is a consultation with you look like when it comes to, I need help? Well, I mean, I'm with you. I agree with, like, start as soon as you can, like, don't be like, Oh, I'll start on Monday, or I'll start, you know, at the beginning of the year, like, just start, 
Like, (laughs) you're Uh literally just, like, one decision away from being a totally different and healthier person. Um, So other than that, um, my biggest thing that I tell people is to really define your goals. Like, look up SMART goals and, like, use that template. That's going to be – I've posted a little bit about that, but I'm planning on actually making printables to put into a blog post. Mm -hmm. That'll be a template for a SMART goal to make it a little bit easier for people to define those goals. And when you set up a SMART goal versus a regular goal, you're essentially making a plan. Like, you're not just being like, yeah, I want to lose weight. Like, you're being like, I want to lose 25 pounds by this date – so that way I can like, you know, look good in a bathing suit or something mm-hmm. for summer. I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm just trying to come up with some example. Like you give yourself a timeline and you give yourself a specified like amount that you can actually track and measure and things like that. Mm-hmm. And that has been proven to keep people accountable and therefore people reach their goals that way. And then the other thing that I always tell people is don't do everything at once. Like, Uh I know that like everybody wants to work out five times a week and drink our Herbalife shakes, you know, two times a day and things like that. And I always tell people like, look, if you are going from couch potato who, you know, eats a gallon of ice cream in a day kind Mm -hmm. of thing Mm -hmm. and drinks more soda than you drink water, like you can't expect to do that 180 because if you do, you're going to eventually burn out and then you're just going to go right back to where you were. So making those like little baby steps. So normally with most people, I tell them, cut down your soda intake, start drinking more water to hydrate yourself. Let's start getting your diet on track. I want you to go to the gym at least two times and then like after two weeks of going twice, I'll be like, great. Okay. I want you to go three times now for the next, you know, three weeks. It's kind of mm-hmm. easing yourself into it. Yeah. That way you're not going to experience burnout. Mm, I love that. I love yeah. those habits. Oh yeah. See that's, that's what makes you awesome at what you do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so guys don't forget, like check, check her out. Um, again, her site, her blog site is the fit Um, she also has a Facebook page, the fit writer. And hopefully um, having this, doing this podcast together maybe has sparked her interest in actually doing a podcast. So maybe, maybe (laughs) something from her. But again, if you're in the area, what what area in Arizona are you at? I am in Tucson, Arizona. Tucson, Tucson. Okay, so if you're in Tucson, Arizona, hit her up again on Instagram. She is the.fit.writer on yes. Instagram. So check her out, hit her up. Again, she's NASA certified. She has a great knowledge. So hit her up if you want to get some personal training, some support. And you know, I really, really appreciate you getting on here with me and just sharing yeah. these nuggets. I, I love was, it. I, I was love literally it. Literally so excited when you messaged me and was like, hey, God! you want to be on my podcast? I was like, yes, that's so <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I know, I know. And I appreciate you so much. I am like a podcast nut. I listen to so many podcasts. Oh yes, because you'll you'll like, share those you'll share those too. And yeah, I mean, and again I it's share. a it's a great platform. So I mean again with your blog and everything and it actually um was listening to um Gary V and he talked about like you know that's the thing right now so he's just like why not have a vlog or why not have a podcast like that is what's like 
yeah. what's popping right now. So, I mean, yeah, like I said, you know, maybe look into it. Because I would love, 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 love to hear your amazing voice. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, but again, thank you so much. And hopefully we can do this again. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for having me. Yes, ma'am. All right. Talk to you later. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. So guys, like the podcast, like what we just talked about on the podcast is extremely important for you to focus on creating a lifestyle that's sustainable. So if you need support, you know you have access to me, journey journeyfitnesslove at gmail.com or hit Kayla up. She's at, on Instagram, she's at the.fit.writer. Hit her up as well. Um, regardless of your location, we can definitely support you. She's in Arizona, I'm in Texas, but either way, we can still support you wherever you are. So we can support you in creating those goals or those uh, attainable goals, those small goals you can reach, even if it's daily, if it's weekly, until you get to the point where, you know, you see the results. So if it's weight loss, if it's weight gain, muscle gain, please, please, please start now. Like, don't wait. Don't wait to reach your goals. Like, it's extremely important to believe in you. It's extremely important to know that you can do it because we've all work, walked through some type of journey where we needed support or we didn't think we could do it or we pushed it off. But today is the day. Start today and let us know how we can support you. Again, hit me up on journeyfitnesslove at gmail.com or hit um, DM Kayla at the Fit Writer. Again, that's the.fit.writer. So guys, I want to leave you guys with a nugget of the day, the nugget of the week, your life. I just want to leave you with some nuggetry today. And this was from Coach Kendall. So the great thing about the 100 Days of ET, we get um, a coach, uh, somebody that supports us and gives us uh, some amazing advice. So uh, we've had some from Inky Johnson, from, of course, Eric Thomas. But this one was from Coach Kendall. And he's an, uh, he's an amazing entrepreneur. He, ha- um, he manages a community um, that they love and they admired him and they're called grind nation but he said on the brain portion the personal development portion handle your business before starting your business now how many of us have personal issues right that we need to take care of because it's going to show up in your business like in my previous podcast I talked about me having a fear of rejection right so I don't like to hear no and hearing no's in a business on what you're doing It's something you just have to kind of get used to, but I don't like to hear no, so I'll shy away from talking to someone or asking them the question, hey, are you interested? Like, can I support you? I'll shy away from it because I don't want to hear no because the no just makes me feel like a horrible human being. But I have to work on that because if I say I'm going to be an entrepreneur, if I say I'm going to do certain things, I have to do things outside that's going to make me uncomfortable. Again, the motto is start learning to um, be uncomfortable, like get used to being uncomfortable. So what kind of like personal business do you need to take care of that you, that you, that's extremely important for you to take care of. So it doesn't show up in your business. So is it trust? Is it anger? Is it, you know, drinking, partying, like all those things could have an effect on your business. So whatever you, that like is your vice or whatever it is that you need to work on with forgiveness, or if you have family matters and family issues, you need all that in line before you start a business. Because trust me, if it's not taken care of now, your personal business will affect your, your, your brand or your business. 
So take care of it. I'm pretty sure we know plenty of people who have had personal issues that they'll have, they had to go to rehab or you start seeing all these stories about, you know, drug abuse and things that they were dealing with that affected their brand. I mean, just think about Britney Spears when she had her, her, um, fall down. I mean, even right now, think about Kanye, you know, he's, he has mental health issues. He's been very open about it and he talks about it and the medication and all those types of things. And look at how, you know, um, people are viewing him or what people are saying about him because of his, you know, because of the issue that he's dealing with. It's extremely important that he's healthy physically, he's healthy mentally, spiritually, and all that. So all those things will come into play. We all have those moments where we just need time to heal and take care of ourselves. So take care of your business before starting your business. So it doesn't spill into your business. So y'all have an amazing, amazing day, month, week. I really appreciate you guys listening. Again, it's all about consistency and putting like great content out there. So please listen, hit me up, journeyfitnesslove at gmail.com or check me out on IG at salongyal83. DM me like if you have any recommendations, if you have certain topics you want to hear about, let me know. I'm here for you guys. I love this. Um, I love this platform. So I appreciate you guys listening to another episode of the Uncomfortably Reborn African. Be easy.